Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Esther 8. We've covered every verse in this book so far more thoroughly than we have any other book in the Bible overview, but this is a great story where we can learn about God's sovereignty, about human responsibility, and just learn about God's plan as it unfolds for the Jewish people and for redemptive history and how we can see ourselves in this text. Yesterday in chapter 7, we learned about Haman, the hater of the Jews, having his entire plot foiled and turned upside down against him. Instead of Mordecai being hung on the gallows as Haman had built them for, the king finds out about Haman's plan from Queen Esther, and he has Haman hanged on those gallows in an amazing twist of irony. And so let's continue in verse 8 as Esther, now that Haman's gone, pleads with the king for the lives of the Jews who Haman convinced the king to put an edict out to destroy. Verse 1 of chapter 8. On that day, King Ahasuerus gave Queen Esther the house of Haman, the enemy of the Jews. And Mordecai came before the king, for for Esther had told what he was to her. And the king took off his signet ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman. Then Esther spoke again to the king. She fell at his feet and wept and pleaded with him to avert the evil plan of Haman the Agagite and the plot that had been devised against the Jews. When the king held out the golden scepter to Esther, Esther rose and stood before the king. So here this plot of wiping out all the Jews, Esther is revealing to the king and asking him, can you undo this, this edict that's been sent out across the kingdom that on this certain day, all Jews will be exterminated. Please spare my people, uh, Mordecai's people, and undo this plot. And in in verse 8, The king tells Esther, you may write as you please with regard to the Jews in the name of the king and seal it with the king's ring for an edict written in the name of the king is sealed and the king's with the king's ring and cannot be revoked. Then it goes on to explain how it was written and how it was passed out to all the provinces and across the whole kingdom and taken out very quickly so that everybody knew that the the Jewish people were no longer going to be destroyed, but were free to defend themselves. And then verse 15, then Mordecai went out from the king's presence in royal robes of blue and white with a great golden crown and a robe of fine linen and purple. And the city of Susa shouted and rejoiced. The Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor. And in every province, in every city, wherever the king's command and his edict reached, there was gladness and joy among the Jews, a feast and a holiday. And many of the peoples of the country declared themselves Jews for fear of the Jews had fallen on them. By the way, Jews still celebrate this holiday. It's called the Feast of Purim or Purim. And uh, it is on the day on the calendar after the day that this edict went out way back here in the book of Esther. So this is a, an incredible glimpse at how God preserves his people. And in case you want to know how we fit into this in the new covenant, we're New Testament folks now, the old covenant is gone. So now back then God's family was anyone who was born into the family of Abraham. We've talked about that as we've unpacked the old Testament, but today 
Jesus and Paul and other writers in the New Testament have made it clear that we're under a new covenant, and it's actually people who trust in Jesus Christ who are in God's family. Those of us who were not born to descendants of Abraham, but who put our faith in Christ have been grafted in, the Bible says, to God's family that was started with Abraham and the Jewish people in the Old Testament. In fact, the Bible even says that people who were born into the Jewish family but don't come to faith in Christ aren't part of the family. And that's a whole other discussion for another day. But let's look at Romans 8 and see what, what Paul writes about those of us who are followers of Jesus Christ, who have faith and trust in Christ. Verse 14 says this, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided that we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. So scripture is clear that through faith in Jesus Christ, we are heirs of God. We are co-heirs with Christ. It's kind of like we get all the benefits from the king that Christ gets. We're co-heirs with Christ. We're brothers and sisters of Christ, and we're co-heirs with Christ of God the Father, which is truly incredible. You take that back here to Esther and think about it. You've got this King Ahasuerus. He takes his ring off his signet ring, the one that he had given Haman, and he gives it to Mordecai. Who is Mordecai? Mordecai is this Jewish guy who is faithful to God. But not long before this, he was just this little this schmuck on the side of the road, just kind of outside the king's gate. He was part of the Jewish people who are disdained and disrespected and dishonored. They're looked down on. They're, they're not even in their homeland. They're in Persia. They're in exile. And these are disrespected, kind of viewed as a nuisance-type people, Haman had this plot that he convinced the king to wipe him completely out, but now this thing gets turned upside down. And when it gets turned upside down, all of a sudden Mordecai, this guy who is expendable, becomes a guy who gets the signet ring. Later on, he walks out in the king's royal robes with a crown. The city of Susa is shouting and rejoicing. And this is what God does to people who are his covenant sons and daughters. Mordecai and Esther were covenant sons and daughters because they were born into the family of Abraham in the old covenant. Today, friends, you and I are covenant sons and daughters of God. And even though we belong in the gutter because of our sin, even though we shouldn't be known by God at all, even though we deserve nothing good at all, because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, we're clothed with his righteousness, his holiness, and we are sons and daughters of of God, and he treats us as such, not only in this life, but in the life to come. It's going to be incredible as we experience the sonship and the kinship that we have with Christ as heirs of God. Lord, thank you for your gospel. Thank you for the glimpse of it here in Esther. Help us to use a message like this to propel us into everything we do each day to guide us, to direct us, to impassion us. Lord, put people in our path who don't know you so that we can help them understand the importance and the joy that comes with knowing Jesus Christ. And we pray it in his name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. 
Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.